There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. White people, shut the fuck up. White people, shut the fuck up. Okay. Uh, hello, welcome to another episode of Dark Tank. The show, your weekly reminder that uh, yeah, that you shouldn't trust anyone. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin had it right. Trust no one. Austin 316. Uh, we left off at a weird place the last episode. Uh, I was just going through some thoughts about everything that's going on on the internet. Um, specifically, my part of the internet, I guess. Uh, just a lot of unnecessary comments on the Dark Tank advertisements on Facebook. Um, using that to go into some broader social commentary, I guess. Very rarely get to uh, take the opportunity to just talk at length about this this type of stuff. Uh, so this is a, this is a nice little cathartic thing for me. If you are white, turn the volume up. If you are black, just kind of nod because you're going to probably relate to most of this stuff. Um, last episode, I just talked about a few, uh, I just sort of riffed on a few very vague concepts, uh, kind of built off of those. Uh, I think this time I'd like to get into a little bit more specific, uh, specific stuff. Cause, I mean, there's a lot of these comments, and Leif, feel free to ch- to chip in whenever. Just there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like quoting what people claim to be uh, like accurate information people but no no citing of sources there is no um there's no rep reputable uh information or source given to to like back up what they're saying and i just like to speak to the fact that you can kind of corroborate any opinion you can find it you can find information on the internet that corroborates literally any opinion yeah you you can find anything on the internet if you want to find something you will find it yeah it's a, it's yeah yeah uh someone someone said to me that that black men who they said are six percent of the population uh j- r- roughly accurate sure 13% total for black people in America. Although it's very hard to define who is black and who isn't. America has weird uh weird defining uh things like the one drop rule and things like that. Uh the one drop rule being that if you have any amount of black blood in your body then you are black. But then 75% of black people have at least one white ancestor, I found out. Uh, in this country, that mm-hmm. is. Um, so, what do we... I mean, how do we classify that? Why are those people not considered white? How are there any, really any people of color if you go by those rules? You know? um, but, point being, this person claims black men, 6% of the population commit 50% of murders in this country which just doesn't even it doesn't even sound possible doesn't even make a little bit of sense and um look as i said you can you can present statist any even real statistics in a way that supports 
your opinion. If you look at the amount of, if you look at the fact that uh, black people make up 13% of the population and make up what, uh, what is it, 35% of the prison population or 50%? I do not remember. Let me, uh, yeah, I don't want to say the wrong uh, figures, but I thought it was actually more than that. Yeah, it I, might be. It might be more like sixty percent. I do not remember, yeah. and I am capable of looking it up. But point is, black people account for an astronomical amount of the prison population, while being thirteen percent of the actual population of the country. And now you can look at that and think black people are committing that much more of the crime. It's very easy to just look at that surface area, that surface level statistic and think, well, my opinion is proven. That is a fact. But I look at some at stuff like that. And then I also look at the number of black people that are shot by police and think and you have to draw you have to draw information from that as well. And you can also draw from that that. Well, black people are putting are putting themselves in more encounters with the police and thus are more susceptible to being shot by the police because police shoot criminals or whatever. And you can leave it at that. Or you can look at that information and think, first of all, where's the data on Native Americans? Why is there none of that? Because they're being shot at arguably a more alarming rate than uh, it's not even arguable. It is a more alarming rate than black Americans. Uh and that is just sort of being swept under the rug and in place of in place of an argument that is also being swept under the rug to an extent uh to the extent that black people are being ignored when they talk about uh black lives matter and the police uh and police brutality and things like that and um i don't know it's very easy to look at those numbers and think that it's for a reason or it's or that it's justified uh if you go into it with already having that opinion um and so i i guess my point here is to say i don't know just i'm not even asking you to change your opinion just based on what i am saying but just like be more discerning with just like just the information that you're taking in understand that people have used statistics and people have used quote-unquote science to corroborate things that they already believe at every turn i have a degree in psychology and half of psycho half of like publishing psychological papers is just what will make a headline we already we already live in a society that's uh that's all about clickbait and just getting clicks up and being sensational and putting out information that you know is not necessarily accurate but it represents some form of the truth and we're already aware that people uh, spin things to get people's attention, but you don't think that people in the science community or people in the psychological community or or just like just pe- people in general who are reporting statistics, you think those people are always trustworthy in how they present that? And to that, I say that there. There is a way to get uh, any statistics you read or any, like, documents you read. You're reading someone's assessment of that information. But you can just read the actual study. You don't have to look at the abstract and read what their conclusions are. You know what I'm saying? You can, like, actually discern that information for yourself. That's all I'm saying. And... (laughs) I don't do that. I'm just saying you can do that. You always have access to the information you uh you're presenting. Um what there's this there's uh there's this book The Bell Curve. You familiar with that book, Leif? 
Uh, it's a I forget who wrote it. Let me see. Um, so this guy, these guys, Charles Murray and Richard J. Hernstein, um, they wrote this book essentially asserting that they're, and there's more to it than just this, but they basically argue that human intelligence is based on race and there are disparities in human intelligence based on race. And they wrote this whole book about it, and there is obviously a negative response to it because people know that to not be true. But then there's so many people that come out defending it because they are not because they think the science behind it is valuable, but because they already believe what the book concludes, and they they need some some like literary source to corroborate that they're bullshit. Um, and I realize I'm saying all of this with the Pokemon music playing in the background and I haven't <laughs> explained it this episode. So if you haven't wa- if you didn't watch the first one or if you didn't listen to the first one, I am in the middle of uh of battling the Elite 4 right now on um on Pokemon on the Switch and I I'm trying to get through this discussion and these fights at the same time, um, roughly the same time, um, and I have a lot of information to get th- get through. And I'm only on the second uh, the second trainer of the Elite Four, so you know we'll see how this goes. I just discovered that you can add a second player, so I've got two Pokemon on the field. Uh, right now, which feels like cheating, but you know, people cheat in real life too. So, uh, I feel like I, it could be a lot worse is all I'm saying. Um, but anyway, I got my, I got my, my Pikachu and my Articuno out fighting a Hitmonlee currently, and it feels like it's going to be a wash. It's just about done. Um, but yeah, so this book, the bell, this book, the bell curve, it's, um, I don't know. It's just like an example of how people sort of look at very surface level interpretations of information and don't really consider the ramifications of it. So people think, just an example, people think black people are criminals. One of the big, one of the most consistent, uh, Responses I've gotten to this ad is that is the typical black on black crime argument, which we've discussed on the show, and that um, black people are violent and steal and and don't finish school and have kids out of wedlock and all this stuff. And first of all, my dad is still around. Like to an annoying degree, my dad is. <laughs> uh, my dad is dope. He's too around, and there are I can point to plenty of black dads that are like that, that are too present in their kids' lives, and it's and even that is directly combatant to the stereotype that is uh, that is put in front of them because they know what people will say if they if they were to ever leave. My da- my dad's father wasn't around, and so now he's been obnoxiously present in my life, just so he can say to me, "Hey, I was in, I was around, right? I was like, you're not gonna be, you're not gonna like write a book or anything like that." Okay, dope. Uh, so like there are for every black dad who is not around, there are plenty who are present in their kids. The fucking president was a black dad who was around. How can you look at how can you look at the fact that we had a black president and say, oh, racism's over, but not look at that and say, oh, black dads are sticking around now. Nobody says that. <laughs> Nobody looks at that whole family dynamic. They like it's crazy that you still look at a, an example like that and you think, man, it's crazy that that one black dad stuck around. You know, it's like just because they're not president doesn't mean they're not black men like Barack Obama 
who stick around for their families and who are uh, good role models role models for their kids. And and it's also it's a shame that we even have to prove that to you or present ourselves in that way. Like it's uh just the entire notion that we're that we're more violent or more prone to violence. It's like it's insane that we have people who don't believe in systematic racism. And they they don't believe that there is a collective of like wealthy whiteness that guides everything that happens in this country. And yet I can't threaten one person with violence without representing my entire community. You know? I can't I can't walk up to a person and be like, "Hey man, I'm gonna smack you in your fucking face." Without that being like, "Well, black people are smacking people in their fucking faces now." <laughs> what is what's ha- what happened? <laughs> what's going on in the streets? Is it hip hop? Is it Fortnite? <laughs> no, I just want to smack a nigga in his face. You you do that shit too. Like you can't you can't have a history of of like stealing children and raising them as slaves and whipping them and shit and then suggest that anyone else is violent. That shit is ri- ridiculous. I like I I I just don't I don't know. Like people uh this one dude on the on the post said something like uh in the uh in the caption I was just like we're uh solving so you know the premise of the show we're solving racial problems and this one dude goes step 1 commit fewer crimes and I'm like no no if any if white people have taught me anything it's commit better crimes commit better crimes like go out and racketeer or whatever the fuck 69 is doing go out and racketeer do tax fraud uh Whatever, whatever other kind of... I don't even know all the kinds of fraud because I didn't learn that shit in school. Because y'all don't want us to know that we can do fraud instead of going to fucking CVS and stealing snacks because we don't have jobs from all the fraud or money from all the fraud that we could have been doing. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is insane how deep this goes is you won't... Like, I went to private school, so I know about some of that shit and about the loopholes that people are taught in school to exploit. Uh, but, like, it's insane to do to go into that environment and know that otherwise I would have never known that I can just go and, like, and, like, embezzle shit. You know, like, I, I was just regular stealing. I could have been embezzling, you know? That's where the money's at. That's where the money's at. See, they don't tell you that... I See, I majored in psychology. I should have majored in disenfranchising. <laughs> I should be going out and disenfranchising people. I got this fucking psych degree. This bullshit-ass degree. You know? Yeah, you could really fuck people up with that. Yeah. should be out here just gerrymandering. <laughs> like, they don't... Nobody wants you to know that you could be gerrymandering you could be redlining you could be sundown towning could be disenfranchising i said that you could be voter suppressing like imagine the things i could get accomplished if i did all those things <laughs> like i don't even remember what what i was talking about less crime better crime yeah better yeah. crime yeah my i I don't know, man. It's uh I found out a while ago my my I think my great granddad was a driver for Al Capone. I was like, you could have been Al Capone. <laughs> he could have been Al Capone wearing pinstripe sh- suits and shit. But but you're just like the the one Uber driver in 1920. <laughs> that shit is like it's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. Uh, I could have been, I could, I could just do this forever. (laughs) (laughs) 
I could have been blood diamonding. You know how much money there is in blood diamonds? We had, and we had all the blood diamonds, and we didn't do anything about that. We didn't do anything with that. That shit is crazy. Like, that shit is so infuriating. Somebody said, like, somebody said, uh, stop. People keep saying, stop killing each other. I'm like, if we want to, if we want to die, let us. Y'all don't give a shit. Y'all don't care. If we want to die on our own terms, let us die then. You know? Like, if I'm trying to die, I'm trying to die. I'd rather die by my own hands or by my neighbor's hands than wait for the police to show up. You know? I don't want to do that. Uh, Assisted suicide is fine, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas is old. Let them, you know, let them go out. I, man, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. There is just so there's just so much to this uh, this nonsense. So there. Uh, what is it? Oh, somebody on the. First of all, there, I think another comment just came in on this page, but um. But somebody tried to uh, tried to argue that it was at all significant that the there were you remember in in Brooklyn when they when somebody drew like anti-Semitic graffiti on inside that t- the synagogue. Yep. So it was a black dude, mm-hmm. and <laughs> trying to like point to that and say that that is at all indicative of the entire black community. Using that to, like, discredit me as a person. That's, like, famously a white person thing. Yeah. And they're of you. They're you. Yeah. They're they're also white. Yeah. Like, what is you? Like, you can't point to black-on-black crime and then also do holocausts and shit. That's... Y'all both white, man. I'm just like... <laughs> How can you do these like institutional white on white crimes and say that you know I shoot my neighbor and it's a problem to you? You know, like and those are like vastly different things in the I, I it's very dangerous to equate those things. But just just to prove a point, I it's it's just exhausting. It's exhausting uh, rhetoric. Um, what was I going to... There's... Somebody uh, Somebody a few days ago said, just said, it's okay to be white, you racist piece of shit. I was like, yeah, yeah it is. I never said it wasn't. Again, it's like they are not even reading the full description of the podcast. No. It's like they just see anything that they can sink their teeth into, and then they just jump at that. Yeah. they. I mean, you read the stuff that you have a response to already. Yeah. You know, you just already have it locked and loaded, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I, that part seems significant to me. Yeah. The part that it's white people. Somebody called this show the ritual humiliation of whites. And I'm like, okay, good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. That's funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's not the... That's not, like, my credo. That's yeah. not my mission statement. Also, the one thing I have to say, it's also it's no one else's fault but the person who comes in with the idea. Because, like, they'll say something, and you're just like, well, yeah, but what about all these other, like, sure, that your thing does A, but what about B, C, and D, that it, it creates a larger opening for or like invites it on there's exactly. like oh yeah like that's that's the idea of the yeah, podcast exactly <laughs> that's the point is yeah. you pitch an idea i tell you why you're wrong yeah and we talk about it we discuss we mm-hmm. we nitpick and it's not they're fake ideas obviously but i feel like presenting a fake idea based on a real problem is a great way of showing how much you actually understand that problem. 
exactly yeah because you can actually be like creative within that problem because and it's not just you like throwing back talking points at me because a lot of people come in here and talk about how we need education and we need uh equal pay and we need all these things and yeah that's true but it's not funny and it's not worth an hour podcast if we're just gonna say it's education because it is mm-hmm. that's really all it comes down to is education because that also implies the resources to to support education which is money and it all comes down to money which which is power and all these other things mm-hmm. um and sometimes people do people operate in that space very well because they understand the problems or at the very least they understand comedy in a way that's like conducive to conversation um and i think maybe maybe i just did a bad job of explaining that this is a comedy podcast i don't know i I mean it's set up and i mean i've uh we've all talked to the white comedians who have been on the podcast and no one is upset yeah everyone was like we had a great conversation it was very fun it was also very funny and also very educational and it was great yeah exactly it's not like we're ostracizing them forever yeah just for an hour just for an hour (laughs) (laughs) not even sometimes just 45 minutes yeah exactly or the one the one podcast about kanye west we totally switched up and ostracized somebody else for an hour and a half exactly (laughs) it wasn't even jane it was (laughs) oh man y'all don't understand what i do for you (laughs) oh my gosh they just oh man I yeah I need I need to get on this and just be like please listen to the podcast and then yeah say something because it's 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 so frustrating because this is something that I mean this podcast is also a podcast that I care so much about and yeah. it's like just just give it ten minutes yeah because it's they are obviously not listening at Ex- all exactly and just it's so funny when they like when they acknowledge that they weren't listening yeah. somebody. I think I talked about this in the Narcissistas episode. Narcissistas. Um, somebody was like, like right out the gate was so angry and calling me a racist and all this stuff. And I was like, hey, man, do you maybe think you should listen to an episode before you say all this stuff? And he, he said, I would rather go to a Klan rally than listen to this show. I was like, then you're the person who I need to be listening. Like, God, you're exactly... That is racist. That's insane. You'd rather listen to a bunch of white men who are openly racist than to a any to than a black man with a podcast. Yeah. It's like you think you're being smart or you think you're being, like, uh, <laughs> like some kind of champion of justice by saying something like that. But you don't realize that, first of all, I 100% believe that that's true. Yeah, sadly. It's funny when <laughs> yeah. like it's funny when like white people joke about stuff like that or say stuff that they presume you know is not serious. Every time that happens I'm like, "No, but y'all do that. Y'all do that." Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people that go to Klan rallies and don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like that one uh politician in Mississippi who said uh you you know what she said based on the fact that she's in Mississippi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't really need much yeah. more on that. Yeah. Oh, which one? Well, she said um, her, so her opponent in the primaries or in the midterms was black. Mm-hmm. And she said of someone who I do not, I don't remember his name, but she said, if he invited me to a public hanging, I would be there. And then she tried to pass it off like it was a joke. And I'm like, how are you from Mississippi and you don't know that that's not a joke? Like you haven't? Are you trying to govern Mississippi from like Chicago or some shit? Because like, what is it? Like y'all do that shit. It's like this. I think my biggest issue with all of this is uh, is we've set no precedent for white people to be afraid of us. We've uh, and people people say this is the. I think this is the point I've been trying to get at for the past two episodes or two episodes is uh we've set no precedent for white people to be afraid of us people act like racism is a one-to-one thing uh as though as though now that martin luther king ended racism uh magically that now black people are, are 
equally uh, equally guilty of it as white people. But I I don't know. So, so excuse me while I gather my words. Um, basically, white people are afraid of us because of the precedent they've set where they respond to things they believe to be happening. We respond to things that have happened. You know, like, people uh, people acted like everyone was unreasonable to suggest that uh, that Trump was going to be responsible for the uh, reinvigorating of Nazis, which he objectively has been. From day and one. From day one. And, uh, and you have white people suggesting that we're overreacting or being silly by thinking that's gonna happen last time that shit happened was 70 years ago it wasn't that long ago Yo, yeah like, nazis are back that is insane it's it's not even their back it's they never left exactly yeah they're and, publicized now yeah and to to say we're being ridiculous to say that's like i don't know like that's like if a shitty dude left a party and you're like he's not coming back he wouldn't come back. He came to the party the first time. You invited him to the party. Y'all still have each other's phone numbers and shit. Like, what am... You, you think I'm just supposed to uh, believe he's not coming back to this party just because he got kicked out? Like, dude lives here. He li- <laughs> he lives at this house. It's his party. He yeah, has he's keys. Like, yeah, he's to, like the gross roommate. Yeah, you know, it's like... <laughs> I don't know, to... People act like we're being ridiculous to be uh to be suspicious of y'all. Um the pres- didn't the president come out and say that black the Black Lives Matter movement is a considered a uh terrorist group and well before he said anything about Nazis? Yes. Uh and I believe it's officially listed as a terrorist organization on the White House's web. White yeah. House website, no. Yeah, and I believe and the Nazis Ku Klux Klan is not. Yeah, that's Nazis a and the Klan are not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they were removed. That is literally su- like real data that yeah. supports that. Yes, and and, th- and that's what bothers me is that we're we have so much reason to be afraid of white people. Uh, they've set. The they've set the precedent and they've very deliberately taken measures to keep it that way, to keep us afraid of them. And then so and then still have this idea that we're being ridiculous or overreacting. And and I just want to know where that comes from. You think just because you had an individually bad life, that means that none of that exists. I understand if you had a shitty life and and you don't feel like there's anything you can do outside of your own situation, I understand that. But why actively try to shout other people down because of what you went through? I, um, you know, like why, because of your experience, try to uh, try to shout down the notion of white privilege or anything like that. Like, the country was literally made for white people. And I'm not going to sit here and say that if your life is bad, that means you fucked up. Because I know for a fact that there are systems in place to keep poor people and not just black people uh, from achieving their goals or uh, getting out of poverty. So I'm not going to sit here and say that you're wrong to to believe the system is also against you. But... I'm also not going to sit here and smile and nod when you say that because that's the case, that means your privilege as a white person doesn't exist. Because when it comes to people in the same socioeconomic status as you, but the only difference is their race, you definitely have a leg up in that situation. And it's not my fault if you don't act on that. Um... 
Ew. And also, like, a, yeah. sometimes it's also not even about acting on it. Like, I grew up very poor. Yeah. And, but it's like, I also have never had to deal with, like, outward racist, like, comments or people who are out to get me. Like, and so for me to, com- like, it's, I still know that I'm privileged because I haven't had to deal with that shit. And it's like, yeah, someone else, other, many, many other people have had it much harder than I have. Yeah. And it's like, you just have to step outside yourself and realize that, yeah, listen, sometimes life fucking sucks and you don't get the opportunity that you want. But the thing is, there are people who have less opportunity who are just, yeah. And even beyond the amount of opportunity, because I feel like I've been very privileged in my life. I've had plenty of opportunities that I've either like, passed up or didn't think were right for me and i think that's fine that happens to people you don't have to act on every opportunity that you're given because you also have your own ideas of what your life should be like yeah and also but i think there's also an element of like once you achieve some amount of success as a black person there's like a bug in your ear that's that's sort of like who am I leaving behind by being in this position? Which I don't think you really get as a as a white person. Because once you get to certain uh, uh, certain levels of achievement, there are going to be less and less people like you to to sort of back up your reasons for being there. And so you kind of always are getting pats on the back from like from white people that sort of as your time as time goes on it feels like um it sort of feels like applauding you for making the choices the right choices to leave your people behind and so and i think that uh that fact keeps a lot of people from succeeding just that sort of like psychological aspect to it and and it's the same thing as like um just the fact that when you get if you're at a certain level of intelligence even people then stop associating you with other black people they say you talk white or you act white or you they like distance you from the people you grew up with because you behave a certain way and it's all just further discrediting your association with people that they can then put all these crime statistics on blindly. And they say, well, you're not really like that. You're not one of those people. And it's like, well, I still count in those statistics. And and it's it makes it easier for them to then to the to the effect that statistics can be used for perpetuating bullshit it makes it easier to then uh to then look at those murder statistics and not look at the number of black people who are not murdering or 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 whatever uh whatever crime you want to uh suggest you look at you can look at even if it is true that 50 percent of murders are committed by uh by black people there's what like let's say there's a thousand murders a year it's way lowballing it but let's say there's a thousand murders a year 500 of those are black people there's fucking 300 million people in this country let's lowball black people say 10 percent. that's 30 million people 500 of those people are committing murders or one person committed 500 murders i know that's a very white thing to do but <laughs> but you're you're making you're passing judgments on an entire community based on what 500 people out of 30 million did and then the people who didn't do that shit you're then saying well no you're you're white people now you're essentially white people so i there's just so many like psychological barriers like that to where even if we have access to education on some level we don't want it because then then you're not like the people you grew up with or you're not associated with your own community. Um, 
and to a level that, to a degree that is true because when like I went to this private school they don't teach you uh, your own history they don't teach your own, your own history in your in the schools you came from but then in private schools they even to a lesser degree teach your history you're taught that Europe is important oh it's so you're, eurocentric yeah you're taught that Europe is important you you can take an elective on Latin America or Asia uh, and then Africa doesn't even come up. Yeah, and that's and those are private schools. If you go to public schools, you're not getting any of those options. Exactly, you're just learning like European history, and then like black people don't make an appearance until slavery. Exactly, till uh, till like whatever 1600s or whatever. Yeah. Um. And so, I don't, man, I'm just. I don't know if I even have a point at this point. I'm just, like, going through all this uh, in my head. I've never had this this amount of space to just articulate this stuff and just, like, how deep this goes. And I've been feeling so uh, depressed about it because I don't feel like anyone is really listening when I talk to them about this. And I've I've, like, ruined conversations with this stuff. Because you bring it up and people just want to prove that they're good people. If, even people who've come on this podcast, it's like they want to I've, prove. I've seen conversations, like especially like just in situations after the, talking about the podcast, bringing it up, and all of a sudden people are like, no, 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 I've got, I've got it, I've got, it. and they're like, and they, they're like, no, 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 I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm on your side, no, no, no. It's like, yeah, whoa, take a step back, yeah, relax, You're good. relax. I'm just telling you how I feel. Yeah, you know, I, I don't, I know how you feel. Because you wouldn't be talking to me the way that you do if you didn't feel the whole, a certain way, you know? It's, um, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, it sort of feels like, um, the whole, the whole Rachel Dolezal thing. Because the reason they outed her as being white wasn't because they believed that, uh, it wasn't because they believed that that was wrong, that blackface was wrong or anything like that. It was because she was, is because she was the president of the uh, NAACP chapter and was pointing out racist things that were happening in um, where the fuck was it? Um, uh, Spokane, and they wanted to. They wanted everyone to believe that nothing racist happens in Spokane and there was nothing going on. Um, So in an effort to like, in an effort to prove that they are good people, they shout down the efforts of someone who is admittedly wrong, very wrong. Um, But they shut down, they shut down the good part that she was doing to highlight the bad. And so it feels like just by talking about racism or uh, this type of stuff that you're being shouted down for bringing it, bringing it up by people who want to assert that they're on your side. So it's just like this is this whole ridiculous mind fuck that like, how do you even explain that to a person in less than... 10 minutes yeah you know? and most people are too black and white to have a conversation on that it's either yeah right wrong yes no and like that's a very del i would i guess delicate just very complex situation that yeah. takes a conversation not just uh, a two paragraph article or something like that like there needs to be a serious conversation on that yeah and i mean we've been talking almost Two oh, hours wow. now. Yeah, we're oh. at 45 minutes already. Yeah. And it just goes by so fast. Yeah. It's insane. And have, I'd have, I feel like I've barely gotten through any of it. Yeah. I've, I feel like I've barely really talked about it. Um, well, on another note, how are you doing as far as defeating the next? Oh, um, well, my Articuno just died. Oh, no. Um, but... Who do I got? I still got Pikachu out. 
I'm gonna throw out a Venusaur who's definitely gonna die immediately. But um, but this this Polyrath is almost done. <laughs> uh, I do. I love. I really like so so love the idea that you're like fuck you. I'm going to live my life and do this thing. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a conversation, but I'm not going to stop doing my thing oh, to do yeah. this. Like, See, that's one of the big things about uh, is about racism. Is like That's why I pointed out when they want you to move back to Africa or join the police force, they always want you to interrupt the, your life. Yeah. They always want you to interrupt what you're doing to fix their shit. Like, y'all brought us here, and y'all institutionalize all these... Uh, all these ways of disenfranchising us and keeping us per- from participating in the society that we built. And then you want us to to go in and fix it? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it, but I'm not going to stop playing Pokemon just because <laughs> you don't want to fix your shit. And it's, it's funny because, like, despite all this anger that i have i'm just like y'all look so fucking stupid talking about this, talking about this stuff the way you do um it's this it's this like disparity where i'm like i know how much this affects my life but then also y'all look so fucking stupid and i i'm very happy to just sit here and casually watch anime while y'all destroy the world and you know what? If the world ends in 2040 or... Uh, oh, can you imagine if we make it that long? Yeah, That'd be right. amazing. Right. <laughs> like, if we have a climate disaster in 2040, if it's, in, if it's inevitable at this point, I'm happy to just sit back and know that I wasn't responsible for it. I'm happy to know that I didn't start an oil race for no reason when we can't use the amount of oil that we're producing and doing that 10 years after or 15 years after we went to war for oil like just the amount of dumb shit y'all are doing just to prove your dick is bigger yeah short-sighted and egotistical yeah that that's one of the funniest things to me is that uh is that a lot of this really does come down to the not even the fact that our dicks are bigger but the <laughs> but the of the objective fact that there are people who think our dicks are bigger <laughs> that's a verifiable fact that people in office think black people have big dicks and think white women are uh are interested in those dicks and therefore Y'all do all y'all put all this effort into stopping us from gaining power because then because then our our big dicks will disenfranchise white people. Like, do you understand how stupid that is? Because one dude in like the 13, 1400s or whatever came, went to a village and saw people were walking around naked and was like, oh, the dicks on these guys. Can you believe it? And now we have America. And this mindfuck of just sexual tension. That's all America is, is stupid sexual tension. Just over. I love your bit about that. It's oh, so man. good. Which one? <laughs> the one you were like, oh, we're going to uh, say that? And like, wouldn't you want this guy over here, not this sexual dynamo? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's too sexy. You don't want to. You yeah. don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's crazy to think that all that our whole foreign policy is based on uh is based on brown people having bigger dicks than y'all. I mean, it's like why do you think there are no sanctions going on in North Korea? <laughs> <laughs> Should have been sanctions forever forever ago. But it's just because he's like, no, he's got a, he's got like a, a, a regular dick at best. <laughs> no, we don't need to worry about that. We need to worry about Iran because they're more brown or, or Palestine. It's like, I mean, I feel like I could write a dissertation on this. Oh, it's like, without a doubt. 
just like how much of this is really based on perceived dick size. Oh boy. Well, I feel like I solved it. We did it. Yeah. You did it. Oh my god. That was um this this is just this has been so exhausting and yeah. I'm and I feel like we barely even t- like barely even like got the top of it. Like Yeah, we've we've skimmed the surface. Yeah. We've really just we I feel like we've now just made it so we're arguing about the same thing. Assuming people listen to this. Now we're all on the same page of what what is going on. Um so long story short, <laughs> I could, I can't even like sum it up really. It's such a mess and there's so much of it. Um just listen to the well I mean just, obviously saying it at this point is totally moot, but listen to the episodes. Listen to the show. If you're going to talk shit, listen to the show. Listen to what black people are doing, listen to what black people are saying. Um before you pass judgment. Yeah. Because we have a reason to be suspicious of you you have no reason to be suspicious of us we don't run shit i have a podcast i have a podcast that i have received no money for i've lost (laughs) money on this show if anything this this podcast in an effort to solve racism is perpetuating it by taking money out of my pocket (laughs) so listen to the show Understand you have nothing to fear except me. Uh, (laughs) And then just, like, shut the fuck up. Calm down. It's a comedy show. I'm punching very much up. And I don't know. Y'all dumb as fuck. Just go eat some unseasoned chicken or whatever you feel like doing instead of talking shit about shows you haven't listened to. Yeah, and if and like you obviously are listening now and a fan of the show, like get on the Facebook page and like just mix it up a little bit. Like really, just put these people in their place because it's like I've read them and it I don't it blows me away. Like they're neat. Like just check it out and you know what? Review, put like give us reviews, subscribe, all that good stuff. Like if you write for the New York Times, you know, give us a write up real quick. There you go. Uh, you know, and if you don't try to get it, get in there, get it, start get writing yourself for a it. job, pull yeah. yourself up by your bootstraps into a job at the New York Times and write us a review. It's really not that hard. It's really not that hard. Yeah, it's three steps. Why don't white people want to get jobs? What are you, like what is going on in your community? You need to take care of your people. Go to go to school, stay in school, get your degree and stop getting your slaves pregnant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> stop installing <laughs> puppet leaders in different countries and then not taking care of them. You know? Oh my god, there's you know, so many. So of many them. so many uh there are so many uh, there are so many puppet leaders in Latin America with no uh, with no fathers. <laughs> so no, they're white. They're the. I'm trying to do this analogy and it's not really working, but you guys get what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> Just stop, stop abandoning the 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 shadow presidents that you're installing in Latin America. You know, take care of your families. Yeah, if you're gonna install them, uh, take care of them. Yeah, you're just installing pu- installing puppet presidencies with women left and right, and you just you know not supporting them. I don't, I can't respect that. As well, you shouldn't. As well, I shouldn't. Okay, well, I've made it through um, almost half of the Elite Four. Oh, so you finished this? Almost finished the second one. Almost finished the second one. Hell yeah. Um. It seems like I'm not going to make it through before the end of this episode. But I will uh, perform a single Thunderbolt on this Hitmonchan and a Razor Leaf from my Venusaur. 
Ooh. And see what happens. Razor Leaf is what they used to call me in high school. Razor Leaf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had to correct them. It's, it's Razor Leaf. It's Razor Leaf. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, look, it um, it's working at least. Oh boy! Well, look, the the elite four is almost solved, and racism is not. But we had this long discussion about it, and I'm kind of happy where we've now <laughs> left off. Um. Bruno of the Elite Four is now officially defeated. I don't Hell, know if you heard that yeah. sound. but uh, I mean, I heard a lot of sounds. Okay, so. yeah, that was the sound of uh, Hitmonchan going down. Okay. And Bruno being defeated and me winning $10,000 for that. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if only that was real money. Oh, my God, if only. If only. But, um, but look, I feel like, do, you feel, I, do you feel like we're in a comfortable place? I, I mean, uh, listen. I feel like there's no right answer for you. There's no, exactly. <laughs> there's no, there's good no right answer. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm not in the position to say. Yeah. Um, well, I'll sum it up by saying um, to the guy who uh, who offered to buy to uh, to offered to buy black people plane tickets to Africa. First of all, where's that airport? Second of all. Uh, he also he also said, "Don't come crying to to Whitey when you want us to solve all your problems or whatever." Um, to that, I say, "Suck my gigantic dick," and yeah, I'll take that plane ticket. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm trying to go to Nigeria next summer. Oh, uh, that'd be awesome. I want to see my family, bro. Yeah, half your half your expenses or your plane ticket. Yeah, Done. yeah. You know, I, got a, more. I got a place to stay once I get there. I just need to get there. Mm-hmm. So. uh I forget what your name is, uh, Alexandro Maximiliano or some shit like that. Oh, he sounds like fun. Yeah, he sounds like trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, hit me up on Venmo or something. I don't know. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, at Yodoye Travis on Venmo. Look, this has been an episode of the show. <laughs> it definitely has. It has. It's been a long one. You look exhausted. I truly am. <laughs> um, well, guys, thanks for listening. Um, find me at Professor Doye on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, look for that ad for Dark Tank. Respond to all those people on my behalf because I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. Leave a review of the show on iTunes. Uh, tweet about it. Instagram about it. Write a thing about it. Um, thanks for listening. Is there a Facebook page for it? There is a Facebook page. Get for it. on the Facebook. Get on the page. Facebook page. Get on the Facebook page. Um, there's so much. There's so much. So many ways to access this show. Yeah, and and right now it's a bit of a cesspool. Get in there. It's a bit of a cesspool. Just push all those people to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate your help. This has been another episode of Dark Tank. Bum bum bum. Goodbye. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. The next generation of Galaxy is here, and T-Mobile is the best place to get it. With features like wireless power share, the only thing better than getting the new Galaxy S10 is getting it for free. 
So come to T-Mobile and get a free Samsung Galaxy S10e when you buy any Galaxy S10 device and add a line. Via 24 monthly credits for well-qualified buyers. If you cancel service, credit stop and balance due. Contact us plus tax. Qualifying service, two or more lines and finance agreements required. Zero down plus 3125 per month for 24 months. Pre-credit price 749 dollars 99 percent APR.